1: Welcome to the Box or Breakdown Show, a group of all This episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get some delicious coffee and taste the Kona difference. Head over to hawaiianisles.com or Amazon. My name is Adrian Benjamins and I'm joined by Captain Kurt Beach. Kurt, how are you, brother?
2: Adrian, I'm living a dream, my good man. It's nice and cold outside. It's snowing. I got a fire in the grate and a whiskey in hand. Talking some hoops with one of my best pals here, so I'm stoked. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, man. I could not do the whiskey tonight, man. I uh, I went pretty heavy on Friday and Saturday, and uh, I'm feeling a little hungover today. <laughs> so I was like, man, I you know, and I still thought about pouring a little ginger and whiskey into a cup. And at the last second, I was like... Oh, I can't do it dude. <laughs> so I'm, you, I'm sorry a- you you're you're gonna be drinking solo tonight. I'm just pounding some water.
2: No worries, man. We're not as young as we once were
1: <laughs> oh dude i I totally feel it now, man, and uh, I went kind of big last night, so uh definitely. I got to lay low today. Kurt, we got a pretty good slate of games, not too heavy, only five games on tap, but there were some good ones, man. I think, uh, you know, you and I, we love to talk about uh, box scores, so I think we should just jump right into it. What do you think? Let's do it. And wait, you know what? I mean, it's been pretty, you and I were just talking about how it's been pretty quiet. There's nothing huge as far as like news or notes that you think we need to hit, right?
2: No, not, nothing monstrous. I think everyone knows about uh, Aaron Gordon and Nikola Vucevic being down for a while. Yeah. I can't think of anything too crazy in the last couple of days. We're, we're kind of at that lull, one of those first lulls, you know, where you're not going to see any of these crazy monster guys pop up on the waiver wire. Um, you're looking for some incremental uh, moves up that you can make. Maybe there's somebody who's a little bit better than one of your bottom guys, but not any huge moves. You're probably looking to uh, take advantage of with some trades that's probably probably your biggest focus at this point in the season.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And you know, at this point, you know what your weaknesses on your team. For example, my home league, I'm really, I need some big man stats. I'm low and I'm like down at the bottom in rebounds. And I think I'm like last place in blocks in that league. It's a roto style league. So already I'm focused on trying to make moves For big men, and you know, if there's a couple guys to pick up off the wire, I'm always leaning towards the guy that's going to get me those rebound block type stats, so you got to know right now, guys, what your team needs are, go out and hammer trades, keep working the wire, keep improving your team, it's a grind, just every day, go at it. All right, Kurt, let's jump into this, man. I think the first game of the day was the Dallas Mavericks and the Houston Rockets. Uh, pretty good game. The Mavericks getting the victory 137 to 123. I'm going to jump in on the Dallas side of this game first. And how can I not start with Luka Doncic? Man, 41 points with 10 assists, 6 rebounds. He added five threes. shot 15 to 29 from the field. Six of eight from the line. This guy's been incredible. If you want to complain about something, I guess he had six turnovers. But Kurt, I don't even care, man. This guy has been insane, and um, I I feel like every show I'm just it's just rave time about Luka Doncic. He's just been out of this world um tim hardaway 31 points two steals five assists four boards five threes from him on 10 of 18 shooting six of seven from the line porzingis with 23 points 13 rebounds a block two steals three assists two threes on nine of 17 shooting it's a pretty good game from him dorian finney smith with a double double 12 points and 10 rebounds a steal a block two threes on four of 11 shooting a lot of good lines here tonight but the guy who hasn't been having good lines is dwight powell two points you know did have two blocks to steal that's nice one assist five boards but um man only took one shot in 26 minutes just the usage rate is so low i've seen him hit the wire um even in my deep leagues i've been seeing him hit the wire so um Most everybody's pretty sour on um, Dwight Powell. Uh, Off the bench, they got a nice game from uh, Maxie Kleber with 11 points, two rebounds, one assist, but I don't really trust him or really anyone else off the bench here. It's really just Porzingis, Luka, and then every once in a while you'll see some other guys step up like Hardaway and Finney Smith did here tonight. Um, Kurt, what do you think of the Dallas Mavericks?
2: Adrian, you know, it's pretty much Porzingis, Doncic, and a bunch of zombies. And yeah. and Hardaway yeah. has been hot the last three. He's gone for 22 points, 4.3 triples, 4.3 assists, and low on the turnovers. So he's really hot the last three, but he's not super great on the season. I think he's number 225 in totals and 261 per game. So n- based on the season numbers, definitely not even an add in 16-teamers. But you know, it's not all about the numbers. He's, he's putting this up in the last three games, led the team in minutes, so worth a shot there. Like you said, Dwight Powell, I think he's a drop pretty much everywhere. Maxi Kleba's actually got the higher season-long and per-game numbers on the year. Um, it could be because he's coming off the bench, so he gets a little bit more opportunity than Powell in the starting lineup. Man you're really just kind of grasping at straws here. If you're in a roto league, the Wright is somehow still clinging to number 102 on per game averages. But other than that, I'm, I'm not running to the wire to pick up any of these guys. If you have somebody you can cut and you're looking for a three-point streamer, I could see taking a flyer on Tim Hardaway, but it could be just the same that you're dropping him in a day or two. The main thing here, and this isn't really news to us, but Luka Doncic, man, I just got to harp on him like you said, like, the mavericks come into houston with 20 year old Doncic and porzingis who's what 21 pretty young himself and they just embarrassed houston on their home court and houston really had no answers for Doncic. it was pretty crazy like they they just could not stop him no matter what they did this guy has been an absolute beast he went in the second round in a lot of drafts and that got mixed reviews some people were saying you know it's It's a good spot for him. Some people were saying that's way too early with his percentages and turnovers. His percentages are great this year. And turnovers, you know, who really cares if you're in an 8-cat or 9-category league because those top, those elite players are going to turn the ball over like crazy anyway. You know, you can sit in the corner and not get any turnovers, but that doesn't necessarily make you a great player. And it's kind of funny. Adrian, I have a question for you because I was thinking today, I sometimes like to do my drafts a week or two weeks apart. You know, you get different bits of information and I don't normally do one this late, but I'm kind of intrigued to go on Yahoo and start up a draft and just see how things would fall into place at this point in the season, knowing what we know. And I'm thinking if I had a top one, three, five pick who I would take, and I think I would still go hard in number one, but then I'm, I'm at a, a struggle for number two. I could see Kat. I could see Donchich. I could see AD. Let, let me just hit you with that, Adrian. If you were in that spot and we were drafting today, based off what we know, who would be your top three to five guys? Uh, I
1: would go Harden, number one. And I had the number one pick in the ball Staff League. And I went Anthony Davis. And I totally regret that now. I wish I went James Harden. Um, and then... Uh, I would still go Carl um, Anthony Towns. I think um, I think you still could go Anthony Davis shortly after that as well if curry wasn't hurt I would still like curry up there and then I think Luca goes just after those main guys and you know for me Kurt Giannis and Luca is kind of close because I know Giannis is a stud who puts up these gaudy popcorn lines but he really does hurt you at the line and um he really does hurt you in a few categories so I I don't know, man. I, I kind of almost want to lean Luca over Giannis. So maybe like right there at that 4-5 spot is where I'd go Luca And Kurt, before this year started, I would have never have thought I would have said that. In fact, Kurt, in my home league, somebody took Luca at pick number 10 overall. The end of the first round. And a couple of us, this was like a live draft. We were all gathered in a garage all these guys were in a garage and we were drafting on a board and a bunch of us started laughing when luca went off the board at pick 10 and that guy who picked him is now laughing at all of us man because he knew i mean he just absolutely loved luca he thought luca was gonna break out the way that he is and you do i just love that he went and he got his guy so um I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's really tough. I bet. I I mean, Luca's definitely now a first rounder, but I'd still probably put four guys ahead of him. I don't know. What do you think about it, Kurt?
2: Yeah, I, I think, I think you're pretty much on pace there, Adrian. I, I think it's close when you get to him versus Giannis, but I would, I think I'd go with Luca because Giannis has great numbers, but the 59% this year on 11 free throw attempts per game really hurts you there. I mean, worse than Andre Drummond back in the past. So for that reason alone, I think I'd lean Luca at that point. But I, I, it'd be hard to argue, like you said, the guys, uh, Harden, Cat, AD. So I definitely understand it there. Man, you I, I know, wish I could have
1: those old you know, school
2: draft.
1: You know, I, a guy I was forgetting to, by the way, who he's probably falling off a little bit because he's missed some games, but Damian Lillard. At, was yeah. like at the top of the player radar before he got hurt with uh, I can't even remember what he got hurt with and he's missed some games so I know he's not now now I think I think he's fallen to like five but uh, he was like at the top of that player radar so that would be a tough decision to Kurt Damian Lillard versus Luca I think I might lean Lillard there but um, it's close man and I mean you're just kind of uh, you're just being really nitpicking because it's so tight that, I don't know, man. I think whoever you like, you know, go get your guy right there. Um, Kurt, what went down on the Houston Rockets side of this game?
2: All right, sir. For the Houston Rockets, man, they need Eric Gordon back. <laughs> something or, or anyone who can do anything off the bench. Everyone is getting two minutes, three minutes. Two minutes off the bench. The only guys off the bench that are doing anything in terms of minutes are Austin Rivers and Ben McLemore, and they're still not doing anything. They each got 23 minutes or 23 minutes for Rivers, 21 for McLemore, four points, two points, nothing to see here. Doesn't really matter how deep your league is. So really, it's just the starters. And when you come up against a team like the Mavericks, who looked so good tonight, they were playing team ball. Where the Rockets come down there and they play ISO and just were getting shut down a lot of the time. So the Rockets really need any kind of extra scoring punch that they can get. Luckily, they got Daniel House back tonight. He went for 16-2 and two with one steal and three threes. He's a pickup if he was dropped anywhere. P.J. Tucker, 16-5, and five, two assists, two steals, two threes. He's having a great year, should be owned in all leagues. Clint Capella, man, people thought Westbrook was going to eat into his rebounding numbers. How's that looking right now? 21 <laughs> 21- 22 rebounds, three assists, two steals, no blocks tonight, but he was 10 of 16 from the field. Hurt you at the free throw line, one of five. But in his last seven games, if you ignore free throw percentage, Capella is a first round guy. Putting up 14.1 points, 14.1 boards, 0.9 steals, 2.1 blocks, 1.3 of 2.7 free throws. So even though his free throw percentage is bad, He's not shooting all that many. He's really missing 1.4 per game compared to somebody like Giannis, who's missing about six a game. Anyway, James Harden tonight, a little bit of a quieter night from him. He had 32-9 and with 11 assists, one steal, two threes, and six turnovers. I really needed some threes from Harden in a couple of leagues to win a head-to-head matchup this week. He shot 15 but only made two of them. And that second make wasn't until about two minutes left in the game, so he was giving me some anxiety. I think I lost threes in that matchup. Russell Westbrook had 27, five and six with a steal and two threes. Surprisingly, went nine of ten from the free throw line. That's a nice little boost from Westbrook, um, especially with the Rockets having no depth this year. You know, people talked about how Westbrook and Harden can coexist, but they really need each other. And even as a Harden owner, I don't have Westbrook anywhere. I have Harden in a couple places. And sure, you get excited when you hear Westbrook's not going to play and you know Harden's just going to feast in terms of usage. But honestly, even as a Harden owner, you want Westbrook out there. Like You just need somebody who can take some attention on the defensive side and give Harden some open looks because this Houston team is going to struggle really bad if they do not find somebody who can contribute off the bench that's that's really all there is for Houston is the starters. Adrian, what's your take on the Rockets?
1: I'm super happy that Daniel House is back. I've got him in a ton of spots, and um, he's just uh, – been one of the best pickups off the wire for me so i'm ecstatic that this guy is back and you're you're right on man it's it's just these starters you're really not trusting anybody else on this team and from a reality standpoint you know the rockets aren't bad they they should look to strengthen their bench somehow because if they're really serious about trying to contend in the West and make a run in the playoffs at a title, they're definitely going to need more depth off of the bench. So I think you were right on there with um, just how bad their second unit is. It's pretty bad. All right, let's jump over to the next game, the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. Um, They... Nets getting the victory 103 to 101. This one was really close. I'm going to take a look uh, on the Nets side of this game. And uh, Spencer Dinwiddie has just been uh, locked and loaded with no Kyrie, no Lavert. He's just got that backcourt to himself and had 30 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds, three threes. He went 13 of 14 from the line, 7 of 17 from the field. It's a pretty good game from him. A lot of nice lines, actually, from the starters in this game. Uh, I'm seeing Garrett Temple getting picked up in a lot of leagues. Uh, He had 12 points tonight, two steals, didn't do much else, did have four threes, but he's been a decent streamer in standard leagues. Um, Turian Prince double-doubled with 14 points, 11 boards, five assists from him. Two threes on six of 14 shooting. Jarrett Allen is is definitely the center that you want to have in Brooklyn. Uh, just He's just killing DeAndre Jordan. Uh, he had 18 points, 10 boards, one steal, one assist. He shot eight of 11 from the line. That's nice. And five of nine from the field. Uh, Joe Harris with 13 points didn't do too much else always good for a few threes though he had three of them here tonight shot 4-13 of from the field 2-2 two two from the line uh, don't trust anybody off the bench on this team and uh, let's see I don't know when we're gonna see Kyrie I'd expect him back sometime this week we know Lavert's gonna be out for a while longer um, Kurt what do you think of the Nets
2: Man, Adrian I think you nailed it Garrett temple got a little buzz earlier in the last couple of weeks but he's he's not a standard 12 team league guy maybe in 14 teamers but I think it's even a reach there maybe 16 teamers he's gonna score and hit some threes but as I see tonight if he doesn't if he doesn't hit his shot the line is pretty hollow so I don't think he's a standard league guy Deandre Jordan I think is so over owned and sure he's number 120 on a per-game basis in nine-cat, but only 16 minutes, six and five. I think he's owned, last time I looked, in like 77% of leagues. That's just shocking to me. Anyway, like you said, Adrian, they're missing Irving, who's supposed to be out another few more games. Um, And Dinwiddie's going to feast in that time. You could maybe try to sell high, but I think a lot of people are going to see that coming a mile away. Everyone knows that Irving's out. Other than that, like, like you said, not a whole lot here. We're, we're seeing this as a pretty common trend in a lot of teams at this point in the season. It's pretty much the starters and not a whole lot else.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Hey, what what happened with the New York Knicks side of this game?
2: All right, sir. Uh, Frank Milikina. he's been a popular guy in recent weeks. He had no defensive stats tonight, which is what you're looking for from him. He did play 32 minutes, which is encouraging. 8 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, 1-3. Um, DSJ got 20 minutes tonight for 10-5 and five with a steal. But we haven't seen Alfred Payton yet, and we know that Fizdale kind of leans toward Payton. So I got some questions on whether Frank Nilakina is a must-own guy. To me, he is not at all. Um, if you want some assists and defensive numbers, he's a decent pickup, but he's not a must-own guy, and... As guys like Alfred Payton come back and we see a three-headed monster kind of emerge here with Nilkina and DSJ. I don't really want anything to do with any of them. Kind of like the scenario in Chicago. Julius Randle, this guy was a pretty hyped up mid-round guy. He went for 15 and 8 with four assists, no steals, no blocks, one three-pointer. And and what's crazy to me is he's number 238 on a per-game average, 197 on totals. A lot of that is because of his percentages. He's at 43% from the field, 61% from the line, and 3.6 turnovers. That 3.6 turnovers really hurts you from a guy who's not elite in any other category. That's like late first, early second round territory in terms of turnovers, and somebody who's getting that amount of turnovers is somebody who's usually elite across the board in other areas, so Julius Randle is deceivingly bad. I I, am glad that I don't own him anywhere. Uh, Some of his popcorn numbers are nice, but again, he's deceivingly bad. If you can get out from under him and trade him for a top 75, top 50 guy, I would do that in a heartbeat. Marcus Morris Sr., he's having a really good year. 33 minutes tonight, 26 points, four rebounds, one steal, seven three-pointers. This guy's having a great year. He's top 75 by most uh, counts. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen with the Knicks. Fizdale seems to trust him. He led the team in minutes tonight with 33. He's having a really good year, but I would probably try to trade him because you never know what's going to happen in New York. If Fizdale gets fired, his role is in jeopardy. Everyone's role is in jeopardy. Probably the guy who could do the best with a firing of Fisdale would be Mitchell Robinson, who came off the bench for only 19 minutes. Six points, three boards, three blocks, and fouled out. Also, RJ Barrett didn't play tonight, so Kevin Knox got the fill and start, but only went for a 5 3 3. One steal, one block. Taj Gibson started, didn't do a whole lot. And really, the bench is so sporadic. You don't want to trust anyone here. Bobby Portis, who was nice in the beginning of the year, played 17 minutes for 3-4 and four with one assist, one steal. Adrian, I don't like anyone in New York. I wouldn't mind owning Marcus Morris, and I would buy low on Mitchell Robinson. What is your take on New York?
1: Man, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that Marcus Morris would be the best fantasy option on this team. I would have said you were crazy, man. But, uh, I mean, he looks like the best guy to me. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are getting excited about Neil Keena, but, Kurt, I'm, I'm slightly concerned. They got Dennis Smith Jr. back, who played 20 minutes, I think, in this one. And we're still waiting for Alfred Payton to return. So, even though I do think Neil Kina is the best out of those three guys, but. Um, I don't know you still got a three-headed monster in that backcourt so I don't know I just not excited about anyone Kurt I going into the drafts I completely avoided the New York Knicks I hated trying to figure out who uh, Fizdale was going to play last season and I didn't want to deal with it and I'm really happy that I avoided them pretty much in all my leagues so um yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the Knicks. Let's go over to the uh, third game of the day, the Kings and the Wizards. The Kings getting the victory, 113-106. Um, you know, I'm going to take a look at the Kings side of this game, and I'm going to start with... Kurt, another guy I grabbed in a couple of my main leagues, Rashawn Holmes, Um, he has just been insane. Uh, Double-doubled here tonight, 16 points with 10 rebounds. But what I really love are the six defensive stats four blocks to go along with two steals he shoots it pretty good from the field with seven of nine here today for and then a perfect two of two from the line this is outstanding and kurt i got the player raider opened up right now and uh where did i see him and now i can't find him of course oh kurt he's i don't know if this is right or if i like Am looking at this incorrectly. He's sitting at a third round value in nine category leagues. I don't. That sounds absurd. That can't be right. But that's what I'm seeing here on my computer screen. So, um, if you that- picked up Rashawn Holmes, congratulations. I know I'm feeling. In, I'm feeling really happy about it. Um. Uh. Well, last. Oh, last thing I want to say about Holmes, real quick. Bagley's gonna be back, but I think. Holmes has earned himself the starting center position, hopefully for the rest of the season. And with Bagley slated to play the power forward spot, I'm hoping this means Holmes is going to stick at the center spot next to him. And we still see Holmes get big minutes like he saw 36 here um, today. OK, uh, let's move on to the rest of this team. Buddy healed with 18 points, five assists, two rebounds. Always good for some threes. He had three of them. Well, He only shot 4 of 14, but he was a perfect 7 of 7 from the line. Uh, Barnes stepped up big in this one. 26 points, one assist, four rebounds, three threes. Shot a really efficient 7 of 8 from the field, 9 of 11 from the line. Um, Belitza somewhat of a letdown here only 6 points but he did give you a block, 3 steals, 3 assists, 12 rebounds. Uh just the shooting wasn't there tonight. Only 3 of 11 and 0 of 4 from downtown. Uh, A guy who's been really good since Fox has gone down is Bogdanovich with 21 points, a steal, four assists, four rebounds, three threes on seven of 16 shooting from the field. He's been pretty good. Uh, I think we're not going to see Fox for a little while. Uh, That ankle sprain that he had, I think it was a grade three, man. That is a a killer. It takes a long time to come back from that. So uh, keep Bogdanovich locked in your lineup up and um let me see who else nobody else really uh that gets my attention here Kurt what do you think of the
2: Kings man like our overlord Aaron Brewski always says about Rashawn Holmes this guy's a monster I'm stoked about picking him up in pretty much every league he was available in for the leagues I was in and what's crazy I think I saw this on roto world um Dwayne Deadman makes three times Holmes' salary. And Holmes has rendered him completely useless. Like, he's he's not a grab in, shoot, maybe even in 30 teamers. Seven points, one assist, one steal. I wouldn't be picking him up pretty much anywhere. I'm stoked about Holmes. Really, the only thing that can slow him down usually is foul trouble. He only had three tonight, so that allowed him to get 36 minutes. I'm a tiny bit, I wouldn't say concerned, But when Bagley comes back, I think it's going to cut his minutes a little bit. And the only reason I think that is, while it makes sense for Bialica to take the hit, Holmes isn't a a floor spacer. You know, he's, I think, number three in the league for field goal percentage from Mm. most players. So I'm a little concerned on that, only because Bialica can hit those threes. So they might continue to give him run. I don't think he's a preemptive drop, like some people are saying. I would keep holding Bialica. But Bagley can hit some of the threes. So if it goes like you said, Adrian, and Holmes keeps the starting center spot, and they put Bagley at the four, I think they could have a really nice team here. Mm -hmm. Um, Bogdanovich, I have to to highlight this again. He, let's see, over the last 14 days, by average in 9-cat, this might blow your mind, he is number six. Wow. Six. On... 51% field goal, 90% from the line, 3.8 threes, 21.5 points, 3.3 boards, 8 assists, 2.8 steals, and 3 turnovers. Absolute monster. Number 6, guys. So if you own him, this is pretty clear, pretty clearly a sell high. His value will probably never be higher than it is right now. And sure people know Fox is out so you could ride this but I would definitely try to sell high here and another guy that is also well he's not a sell high but he's a buy low is Buddy Heald he came into the season at number 36 on a preseason adp he's currently number 93 per game and 103 on totals he's down about four points and his field goal percentage he's turning it over about an extra time per game and he's scoring about two points less so we always know Buddy Healed as being a good guy. He's kind of a low-key, under-the-radar, under by-low candidate, especially for somebody who really is married to the rankings. That's all I got here, Adrian. Do you want to hear about these Wizards? Yes, sir. All righty. Let's go with Rui Hachimura. Seven points, four boards, one assist, one steal, one three. Um, kind of had some buzz coming into the year as a rookie. But he's he's barely holding on to standard league value. You could cut him and you wouldn't get any complaints from me. Thomas Bryant having a good year with 14 and 8, two assists, no threes, no steals, no blocks. He'll be fine. Isaiah Thomas, I have to be honest. I, I picked him up everywhere, drafted him in the last round in a lot of drafts. And I was getting a little worried after this last game. I haven't seen the flashy pop-off games that I was expecting. I wasn't expecting. Uh, Boston Celtics IT by any means. But I was expecting like a pop-off game here and there. It was pretty nice. And by average, he's 156 on the year. Total's 195. He's disappointing a little bit. And I got to be honest, in one league where I'm really stacked, I considered dropping him the other night. But tonight, 17 points, two rebounds, two assists, one block. You won't see that often from him. And four three-pointers. I'm going to keep holding on there. Troy Brown Jr. played 15 minutes, didn't do a whole lot. He's a drop in most leagues. Bradley Beal, this guy, 20 points, three boards, eight assists, two three-pointers. So on the season, he's number 15 per game in 37 minutes per game. Over the last two weeks, he's number three. Number three in 39 minutes and 12 seconds per game. That's an insane amount of minutes and he's doing that. I'm 57% from the field, 56 86 from the line, 3.4 threes, 37 points, 4.6 boards, 8 assists, 0.8 steals, 0.2 blocks, 2.8 turnovers. Just monster numbers in the last 2 weeks. So he is definitely a sell high in the last couple weeks. And honestly, I know he's done it before with the 82 games per year, high minutes. I can't see how he keeps this up like the Wizards are so bad, currently 5-9, and nine, which I guess isn't disastrously bad. And I know he wants to be a leader, and I know he wants to play, but later on in the season, if you're the Wizards front office, it makes no sense to be running him out there 39 minutes and 12 seconds per game. So I think he's an absolutely a sell high. In Roto Leagues, just ride it out probably and see what happens. But in a head-to-head league, I would be terrified if I owned him because when it comes to playoffs, I really want my first-round pick to be there, and I don't know if he will be. Off the bench, Davis Bertans had 12 points, 6 boards, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 4 threes. He's having a really nice year. Mo Bogner usually struggles with foul trouble, but tonight he did not. He only had 2 fouls. He only played 19 minutes, but in those 19 minutes, he had 12 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. No three steals, or blocks, but that's a great night from Mo Bogner. If you have somebody to cut at the end of your bench, he's already been a standard league guy, and he's doing this in in limited minutes. He's number 105 on a per-game average in 9-cat and 114 on totals. Find a way to pick him up if you don't own him already. Ish Smith got 24 minutes, didn't do a whole lot, more of a 16-team guy. Jordan McRae got 24 minutes. Nothing to see there. Maybe a 16-team guy. Let's see if I missed anything. I don't see anything else. Isaac Bonga got one minute. He was a starter in the beginning of the year. One minute tonight. If you haven't cut him in a deep league, he is by all means a cut candidate. Adrian, what is your take on these Wizards?
1: Man, you covered it all. Um, I dropped Troy Brown. I, I had him in some deeper leagues. And uh, when he when he got moved in the starting lineup, I thought it was Troy Brown time. But he just is not doing much. Um, and um, I like your take on Beal. And you pretty much nailed it with all these guys, man. Let's jump over to the next one. Um, the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets getting the victory 116 to 104. Um, I'm going to take a look at... At the Phoenix side first, going to start with Dario Sarek, who had a, a big double-double, 18 points, 17 boards, two assists, one block, four threes on 7-11 shooting. Devin Booker, somewhat of a down game from him, only 12 points, five assists, one three, but he'll be just fine. Oubre, somewhat of a down game as well, 10 points, two assists, one steal, um, uh, four of 12 from the field from him, but Oubre's been pretty good just just stay the course with him Kaminsky uh ha- yeah, Kaminsky got the start but I don't trust him seven points from him tonight Tyler Johnson getting the start for Rubio he had seven points three assists um, so we have a uh, check Diallo was the Big winner off the Suns bench: twenty-two points, six rebounds, one assist. He shot ten of twelve from the field, so really had it going and played thirty-six minutes off the bench. So um, he's been pretty good. A guy I have in a twenty-four team dynasty league, and I'm really happy to see him show a pulse is Eli Okobo, who had sixteen points, four assists, two rebounds three threes on six of 11 shooting from the field he's kind of emerged as a really deep uh play with the absence of rubio but in standard leagues i would not even look at him and he's likely gonna fall out of the rotation as soon as rubio comes back here um let's see uh bridges man i know i've seen him get picked up and put put back on the wire picked up Throw him back on the wire. I don't trust Mikel Bridges. I just, uh, it's, I don't think it's going to happen for him this year. Um, I hope we see Rubio back soon. Really curious to see what this team's going to look like when Ayton gets back in the fold as well. Uh, they're also missing Baines, who was playing really good before he went down. So um, th- this team definitely missing some of their key guys. Kurt, what do you think of the Phoenix Suns?
2: Man, Adrian, I think a a week or two ago I told you that my hot take was the Phoenix Suns make the playoffs. They were about 7-3 at that time. Now they're 8-8, so sitting at 500. If you're in the East, that's good enough to make the playoffs. But in the West, they're going to have to pick it up. They can't get Oubre back soon enough. Man, he helps everybody when he's out there. Devin Booker, this was probably his worst game of the year. Probably the same with Kelly Oubre. They cannot wait to get this guy out there. They need this playmaker. They're also hurt, like you said, by Baines being out. And hopefully he comes back soon. Having Baines and Aiden out is, is really hurting them. They're really struggling. Bench, like you said, Mikhail Bridges, I picked him up in one spot after his last two couple of good games. And it looked like he was kind of absorbing some of the role that Dario Saric would normally play. But tonight, Sarge had a big game, 18-17, and 17, like you, you explained. But in his last four games, he's done nothing of note. I do not think he's a standard league guy. You'll probably see some people run to the wire to pick him up after this one. I won't be one of those people. I doubt you'll be one of those people. Um, yeah, check, check Diallo also. Last few games, 13 minutes, 14 minutes, 15 minutes. And tonight, 36. So, again, don't expect this on a regular basis. Phoenix Suns, if they're going to if they're gonna hold me to what I said and get in the playoffs, they really need to get some guys back here. I think Aiton's missed, I want to say, 15 out of his 25 games. So he's due back pretty soon. Uh, probably won't happen at this point. But maybe you could try to buy low. He's still got to miss 10 more games. However, if an owner has already been sitting on him for the 15 games he's been out, I doubt they're going to sell him. But worth a shot. Adrian, you want to hear about these Denver Nuggets? Yes, sir. All righty. So, Nikola Jokic, his up and down season continues. Eight points, 13 boards, five assists, two steals. No threes, two, I'm sorry, no threes, but two steals, no blocks. He only took nine shots from a guy that they want to be the leader of this game or of this team. Only nine shots. He was behind Will Barton with 18, Jamal Murray with 21, and even old man Paul Millsap with 12 shots. So, come on, Jokic, you got to take lead here, buddy. Paul Millsap had 23 points, five rebounds, no assists, no steals, no blocks, but two threes. His amazing free throw percentage continues this year: nine of nine, 100%, and six of 12 from the field goal or from the field. So he's not sexy by any means, but he's getting it done. Keep owning him. Last time I checked, he was about a top 75 guy. Jamal Murray, 22 points. Seven boards, three assists, one steal, four threes, nine of 11. I'm sorry, nine of 21 from the field. Nice night from the Blue Arrow. Will Barton, 22 and 8 with four assists, one steal, four threes. He's having a good season. Gary Harris. Six points, one rebound, three assists. No steals, which is one of his strong points. Usually no blocks and one three. He played 35 minutes, so you can't say it was about the minutes here. Gary Harris, man, I liked him a couple years ago when he was a top 40, top 50 kind of guy. You know, he struggled with injuries. I've held on in a couple leagues because I was hoping for better. He's not even – he's borderline 12 to 14 team league guy. And I'm dropping him anywhere where a hot free agent pops off. Off the bench, we have Jeremy Grant, who played 21 minutes. We thought maybe he could exist this year alongside Paul Millsap. Maybe even take Paul, overtake Paul Millsap. We haven't seen it so far. Three points, five boards, one block. He's dropping pretty much all formats off the bench also is Mason Plumley. he got 14 points seven rebounds two assists and one block but he only played 16 minutes so this isn't something that you're going to see happen every night uh 14 16 teamers you could probably grab him if you're really desperate for a center but really it's kind of the usual suspects here in Denver Adrian what's your take on these guys
1: um I think you nailed it man it's it's uh as you said just the the usual guys and with this team being as deep as it is, you don't want to stray from uh, their main guys because uh, their secondary guys could put up real just low-end nothing lines. So it's really, in standard leagues, tough to trust any of these other guys. And, um, and you know, I don't have a lot of Denver Nuggets this year, and I actually feel okay about it because um, – I don't know, on night-to-night, it's like a different guy can go off, even though all of their starters are definitely uh, playable, viable guys in standard leagues. But still, you know, um, it's just really tough to rely on any of them. And really strange to see Jokic off to such a slow start that he's on. Uh, Currently putting on third-round value in nine category leagues. So... I don't know. Maybe a good buy low uh, candidate for right now. All right, Kurt, let's jump to the final game of the evening. The Clippers and the Pelicans. The Clippers getting the victory here, 134 to 109. I'm going to look in on the New Orleans side of this game. And uh, I guess I'm going to start with Drew Holiday, who, you know, after a really shaky start, has definitely been coming around. Um, he had 18 in this one with four assists, seven boards, no defensive stats, two threes. Uh, he was perfect 2-2 two two from the line, 7-15 from the field. You know, one of the biggest surprises of this season's probably been Brandon Ingram, 24 points, a block, five assists, and eight rebounds with three threes, nine of 22 from the field, a perfect three three from the line. He's been he's been really good. Um, if you have him on your team, you likely drafted him in the later rounds, and he's definitely killing that value for you. Um, JJ Redick. 12 points, two assists, four rebounds, two threes on four of nine shooting. Uh, I know uh, Williams is a popular pickup in some deeper leagues. Doesn't score a lot of points, but um, usually can get you some boards and some defensive stats. Only had a block and five rebounds, three assists here today. Um, Hayes, Jackson Hayes is another guy that I've seen picked up in quite a few leagues. Only seven points, Three assists, three rebounds. I you know, I actually own him in some leagues, some roto game cap leagues, and didn't play him tonight because I thought the Clippers could be a tough matchup, and I think that's what we saw here tonight. He had five fouls, so likely dealing with some foul trouble as well. Um off the bench, you know, Lonzo Ball, nine points, five assists, one steal in just twenty-one minutes. I know he's been dealing with with some minor injury stuff, but um, really hoping he turns it around. I don't have any shares in Lonzo Ball. Just hoping, I just wanted to see him have a good, productive year. So, really hoping he gets in the starting lineup soon and um, starts having some good um games. They got Okafor back in this one who had 10 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists uh on 5 and 6 shooting. I think Okafor could be an option in some deeper leagues until Favors gets back or until the this team gets healthier. That this team missing a lot of guys. Um Favors out, Josh Hart is out. We know Zion Williamson is still going to be out for a little while as well. Um yeah, not too much else to talk about. Kurt, what do you think of the Pelicans?
2: Man, man so many things. Most, mostly just piggybacking on everything you said, Adrian. Like like Brandon Ingram. I don't know if it's a characteristic of coming from the Lakers, kind of like Julius Randle, but we've known him to be a popcorn guy. You know, points, boards, assists, nothing else. This year, he has shown that it, it's just a transformation. He's getting threes. He's getting defensive numbers. Jackson Hayes. I wish he could stick in the starting lineup. He seems to be a better fit than Favors, but I don't think it'll happen when Favors is back. Okafer is back now, and when Zion comes back, it just convolutes things even more. J.J. Reddick's having a good run, but again, there are pieces missing, and when everyone's healthy, I think he's going to be a low-end standard league guy. He might even be below the cut line. Like you said, Okafer returned today. He's a decent low end guy. The thing that I thought was interesting here was there was a quote by J.J. Reddick a few days ago where he said that the team has finally found a starting lineup that works after shuffling in, shuffling out pieces, guys getting injured, guys coming back from injury. He finally said they have a starting lineup that works. You know what that starting lineup does not include is Alonzo Ball. Only 21 point or sorry, 21 minutes. So. I don't know. I watched the preseason games with Lonzo and he seemed to have hit, seemed to have fixed his shot in terms of a, from three point land. And he's still going to get assists. He's pretty decent in the defensive categories. So even if he's going to play low twenties in minutes, I think he's a guy worth owning and I'm sending out some buy low offers for him. I was able to reel him in for a uh, deal for Patrick Beverly. Pretty excited about that tonight. Uh, has me a tiny bit concerned but lonzo ball kind of contributes in all categories minus points kind of i guess kind of similar to patrick beverly but other than that Nikhil alexander walker was exciting coming in the year but this team has so many pieces and josh Hartnett played today he's not a standard league guy as much as we want him to be adrian did i miss anything here or do you want to hear about the clippers
1: you nailed it, man. What went down on the Clippers side of this game?
2: On the Clippers side, my good sir. So, it was a blowout, so the minutes were a little lower for some guys, including Kawhi Leonard. But, he still got out there for 28. He chipped in 26 points, four rebounds, six assists, no defensive stats, two threes, and 10 of 12 from the free throw line. His shooting from the field kind of hurt you, 7 of 19, but only one turnover. Decent Kawhi Leonard line. Mo Harkless, he played 23 minutes, didn't do a whole lot. Not a standard league guy. Uh, Ivica Zubots, 17 minutes and fouled out for 5 points, 10 rebounds. I don't see him as a standard league guy, but 14, 16 teamers, you could probably do worse than Zubats. Patrick Beverly, I just talked about, just traded him away. 10 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. No steals, but two blocks and two threes. He doesn't need to shoot a lot. He doesn't need to score a lot to contribute across the board. Paul George, he had a very bad shooting tonight, uh, shooting line tonight. Six of 20, but he chipped in 18 points, five boards, two assists, three steals, one block, and six three-pointers. He'll be fine. He'll probably be a first-round type of guy. Off the bench, Montrez Harrell went big with 34 points, 12 rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks, zero turnovers, and eight of 10 from the free throw line and 13 of 18 from the field. Amazing line from, from Montrez Harrell. He'll probably come down slightly as George and Kawhi continue to be the focal points of this team. So I think he's a bit of a sell high, but then again, You could also ride it out. I don't think he's going to come down too much. The guy who I think will probably take more of a ding than Trez is Lou Williams. Lou Williams tonight had 19 points, three boards, four assists, two threes, and five of seven from the free throw line in 25 minutes. I think over the course of the season, the value that he's had up till now will gradually come down little by little. He'll still be a standard league guy. But if he goes off in the next game for 25, 30 points – I would sell high for him in an instant. Otherwise, off the bench, Jermichael Green got 21 minutes, didn't do anything. Uh, Jerome Robinson got 15 minutes, didn't do anything. Rodney Magruder, 17 minutes, didn't do anything. There's Really, besides Trez and Lou Williams, you don't want anyone off the bench here. And as for the starters, you don't really want anyone besides Kawhi, George, and Beverly. If you're in a deep league, you could look at Zubat's. Adrian, what's your take on these fellas? You nailed it.
1: You covered it all, Kurt. Uh, I I would just be um, saying what you said. Uh, You nailed it, man. It's just those main guys. Uh, Montrezl Harrell, just, um, you know, I love your take about him maybe seeing a minor hit, but he's still going to be good. The the guy is just so aggressive. They need his... uh, his strength in the front court he's like that main man in the middle for them um does all the dirty work so i i think he'll be fine for the season i really like your take on lou will maybe the guy who's gonna take the hit you know he's been so good i i didn't really want to have anything to do with him because i was scared of how stacked this backcourt was um And uh, I think as they get healthy, you know, they're still missing Schmidt as well. So um, I think, uh, you know, I think Lou Will is still going to be okay. He's going to have nights like tonight. And then he's still going to have nights where he goes for 30. But um, I do agree that he's probably the guy that takes the biggest hit when this team is fully healthy and rolling. Um. Kurt that's all I got man. It's, it was a good night of hoops. I hope everyone um had a great week. I think we're rolling into week 5. Are we are, are we going into week 5 or week 6? I
2: think it's, I think it's
1: 6. Oh man, I can't believe how fast this is going it by. Is,
2: it's is it, moving.
1: It is insane. Kurt, where could the listeners find you at, man?
2: Adrian, you can find me. Listeners can find me at Captain Canegas at C-A-P-T-C-A-I-N-E-G-H-I-S. Kind of a weird spelling. Check out the description. It's probably listed there. Just hit us up. We really, really want to know what you guys think about how we're doing. Um, There might be something that you want us to touch on that we haven't even mentioned. Maybe we're doing something great. Maybe we're doing something terrible. Please let us know. Hit us up on Twitter with your questions. We'll be able to respond pretty quickly. Ads, drops, trades, Anything like that. Adrian, where can we find you?
1: I'm on Twitter at Adrian Benjamins. Please, uh, just like Kurt hit, feel free to hit me up for anything, questions, um, advice. uh, You guys want to hear something on the show, anything you want us to do differently. Just hit me up for anything. I love hearing from you guys. Um, Hope. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show. Um, Kurt, It's always a pleasure talking to you, man. I can't wait to talk to you again uh, next Sunday. And um, thank you guys very much. We'll see you next time.
2: Have a great night.